Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having a great day today. Don't you just love the presence of Yahweh? I'm telling you, I can't get enough of it. I just, let me just decree something to you real quick as we go into this podcast. Are you ready to receive it? I just want you to know that you're sitting under the angelic canopy of Yahweh. Now that may be new to you or you may have already experienced that many times in your life, but I want to just encourage you to realize that every second of your day, you are sitting under the angelic canopy. And they're waiting their mission for you. They're waiting for your connection. They're waiting for permission, but they're also are engaged into the scroll that was written about your life, that they may participate in it. You are not alone. You are not alone. You know, I want to talk today about who am I? Have you ever wondered that? Most of the time that's not in front of people and it's not in front of a crowd or it's probably not even with your best friend. But sometimes when we're just sitting by ourselves or laying our head on our bed or pondering our life while we're driving in the car somewhere or in the bathtub or the shower, that quiet moment that sometimes we may wonder, who am I? What have I become? And you say, well, what in the world does that have to do with the up here going into secrets and mysteries and living on the other side of the veil and dwelling in the mountain of the Lord? Well, you got to remember your thought pattern, your mind is the gateway to your spirit. Your mind is the gateway to allow what comes in and out of your spirit, what your belief system will believe and what you will become. Now, there's always a sovereign move of God which supersedes everything. I'm not taking away from that. I'm just talking about everyday living between you and the Father, you and the Son, and you and Yeshua. Your mind will be the filter. That's why the Bible talks about renewing your mind. That's not just rememorizing the Scripture, though. I'd encourage you to memorize Scripture, but to go into the Scripture, sit in the Scripture, and allow it have its frequency and its greatest work into your mind, the concepts and thoughts of your belief system, your frequency of what you know that you know in the midst of what you know. Because sometimes we'll sit back and wonder, who am I, Father? What am I accomplishing? Could you imagine Noah? Let's talk about Noah just for a moment. He gets this word of the Lord. Yahweh shows him he's going to build an ark, gives him the blueprint for it, gives him the scroll for it. Talk about a man of God with a scroll and a blueprint, and that's such a thing that we have access to. You have access. You don't need to be Noah. Every human being, saved or unsaved, has a written blueprint, a written scroll about them. The Bible says that he knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and he had a excellent plan for you that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. So you may look at that and say, wow, you know, I might be fearfully and wonderfully made, but my life hasn't always seemed like it went after the plan of God. Well, join the club that everybody's in. 
but then join the club of redemption. You know what I love about redemption? Sin part of it was just a little bit. He redeemed your sin nature, which caused you to be whole and holy. So you can sit here tonight and say, I'm whole and holy. But it also brought the redemptive nature of the fullness of who you are. So it basically aligns your scroll. It aligns your blueprint with you. Even when you don't quite know what the blueprint of the scroll is. I've ministered to many people and I've had people tell me, well, you know, I've never seen my scroll. You talk about it as if you've seen it. And I have, but that doesn't make me better. It's already in you. It's in your spirit. Think about Yeshua. Lo, behold, I come in the volume of a book. He come in the volume of a book, of scroll of many mysteries. Oh, come on. Can you sense that, Holy Ghost? I love talking about your Savior, Jesus. King of kings and Lord of glory comes in the volume of a book with many scrolls, and he begets many scrolls. He's king of kings and lord of lords, but he's ultimate scroll that begets scrolls and redeems scrolls and brings scrolls unto you. Now you might say, you know, how important are scrolls? They're not law. I want to get that concept out of your mind. Because you can easily say, well, you know, Lord, who am I? Where's my scroll? I don't know it, so I must not know. He says, I'll give you desires of your heart. Your scroll is already aching out of your heart. The funny part about humanity is we might have a scroll aching out of our heart, but we don't know how to articulate it correctly. We don't know how to go after it correctly. And we may find ourselves on the other side of the page, down the map, going in a different direction, sounding out that something like our scroll, because it was familiar in us, a need or a desire, a passion, it just hasn't been fine-tuned yet. Holy Spirit is the comforter, the Bible says. It's the fine-tuner of your scroll and of your blueprint so you can walk in who you are. But knowing who you are is not a scroll, though you are a scroll and have many scrolls. It's not a blueprint, though you have a blueprint and many blueprints. You're a son. Original intent will talk about your scroll. Original intent will talk about your blueprint. But don't ever forget, original intent will also talk about sin. But don't you ever forget original origin. You rise high above even that which was written of you, knowing that Yahweh searches out your heart for you to cry, Abba, Father. I want to know you, and the Father is crying, I want to know you. Your personality, your thoughts, your ways, they are just as important to him as you wanting to know his personality, his thoughts, his ways. He takes the light. Don't you take the light? You know, my daughter calls me and tells me she loves me or asks something of me and wanting to know something of me or if this or that. Don't you think I'm sitting around rejoicing in my heart, being filled with joy that she sought after me? Now, she's not trying to make me like her, follow a letter. Do, no, she's just showing love. Well, guess what? When we go out and do the things that's in our heart, God says, I love you, I'm with you, all the way to the end of the earth. 
Oh, well, brother, he has a plan. Well, if you know the plan of God, it's almost like a pinball machine. Boing, 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 boom, win. That's just really how life is, huh? Come on. You know, you have to be honest with yourself and get out of a religious box. It's okay to celebrate your perfect imperfections. The world don't celebrate your perfect imperfections, but I want to celebrate your perfect imperfections all along your way. In the old age in a church, if someone would find them in fault, we would read the scripture and we thought we were meant to kill them. It said restore them, but we thought it always meant the discipline, hard act, hard act, judgment of God. And not that they don't have a place for those things and not that that is not real, but Yahweh also dwells in the love attack. Well, he loves you so much. It's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. It can't always be hard. Actually, the hardness is very far few in between with Yahweh. If you really look at your life, you'll see that his mercy and grace carried you through all your mistakes, all your failures, all the times that you didn't know who you are. Most of the time when we come short in life or wind up ourselves in what you would call sin or iniquity or transgressions, it's because we lost a mode of something about knowing who we are in that department. We came out of the high place. But let me tell you good news. Whew, man, it's going up and down me right now. Let me tell you good news about my father. Yes, Jesus, his love is so real. Let me tell you good news about my father. He sent his only begotten son that when you go into the pit, when you find yourself in your lowest hour, when you're wondering if the victory's ever going to come through, will this healing happen? Will that finances come? Will my loved one come home? Will my child be saved that I can go on and on with the traumas and torments of this life? Yeshua goes into the dirt of the earth with you and says, I will become like unto you and carry you, and suffer with you, and uphold you until victory bound. You're not alone. You're not alone. That decision you're about to make, you're not alone. Where you have to go and you know you need to do it and you might be afraid or you might be joyful, he says, Lo, I'll be with you to the ends of the earth. You're not alone. I'll tell you who you are in the moments that you don't know who you are. You are a son or a daughter of the Most High God in Christ Yeshua. With the covering of the Holy Ghost. With the covering of the Holy Ghost. I honor your Holy Spirit on our lives. Blood covenant. Names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Oh, my God, ask God to take you to the Lamb's Book of Life. Have him reveal your name in the Lamb's Book of Life and watch the frequency of your name on that page. Woo! Glory to God. It's not what you thought. It's even greater. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. My prayer for you today is that you will know who you are in Christ Yeshua and allow him to work out the best in you as you rest in him. Well, I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.